can't go quiet on Torias. I'm big with the vibe, can't open up, but I can't go higher. Oh, oh, but then you sleep well, let me get my rest. You know I never can be playing all in my head. Oh, oh, gamble details, I'd rather spare. You know I got no room left in my big, my big old What's going on? I was let out of the cage. I am no longer in a hotel room, so I'm bringing the fucking heat this week. We're bringing some goddamn heat. You let the bear out of the cave, this is what you get. I was locked up. That's not true. I, was conf- I wasn't confined either. But I was in a hotel room for like the last eight days. And uh, he's back. He's home in the cave. And now he can yell. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm bringing the fucking heat this week. I'm on one today. I'm sick of people's shit, and I'm bringing it to the mic. So get ready. Where the fuck do I want to start today? Here's what we're going to do, okay? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to shorten down. Oh, let me hey, let me backtrack here. Uh, it's Tuesday. So I actually went the wrong direction with where I'm trying to go with this podcast. I'm supposed to be doing it on Sundays. Normally, I do it on Mondays. I've actually never done it on a Sunday to this point. This is episode six. Uh, usually I start with, hey, what's going on? Hello, how you doing? Something of, those, of that sort. I don't care this week. It's the 8th of February. The Who's the fucking groundhog that's up in uh, New Jersey? Or, is that where it's at? Something something Phil. Padawatta Ding Dong. What's his, uh, it's some weird P name town. Um... Anyway, whatever, I don't know if he saw his shadow or he didn't. All I know is we're expecting six more weeks of winter. So fuck that groundhog. Just everybody is relying on you to see or not see. Just give us fucking spring, man. Just give us spring. Is that too much to ask from a groundhog? Really? Plus, we have so much technology. Why is that still a thing? The whole town gets together. They hold him up like he's some hero. He's not. If he was a hero, he would consistently, year after year, say, spring is coming, bitches. Get your beach body ready. But no, Phil can't do that. He's unreliable. He's And why has he got a, such a white man name, Phil? Ever think about that? Do you know any Phil that's African-American? Do you know a Phil that's Mexican? No. We named him after a white man. It's 2022. I want a diverse groundhog. In that hole. Come on. Really? NFL coaches can't get hired. Now we can't even hire a a diverse groundhog on a very important day. February 2nd. We're dictating what's happening for the next six weeks here, people. We want spring. But I digress. I will digress on this one. Holy, I turned up the... (laughs) While I was yelling, I was was messing with the the 8-track. That makes me sound old. I don't even know if it's an 8-track, but I like the way that that sounds. I turned it up. It's, I don't know. Maybe it's too loud. Maybe it's too loud because I'm yelling. I love it. I love being able to come out here and just yell and raise my voice so I don't take it out on my wife. Not that I would do that. Never. Ever. Super Bowl expectations. Here's my prediction. Okay? Joe Burrow is not one to bet against. Joe Burrow is going to be the face of the NFL moving forward unless he somehow gets like a DUI. 
unless he pulls a Henry Rugg stunt, that dude is going to be the next Brady. He may not have all the championships because he's with the Cincinnati Bengals, but he has the swagger and the cool man factor. He's probably going to he's probably going to pull his own Giselle, right? Who would it? Are you kidding me? The way that that cat smokes smokes a cigar? Cool man Joe? I'm just saying if I was a woman, I'd be uh I'd be locking that up. Shit, I might do it as a married man, who knows? Who knows what the future holds? But I got the Bengals taking it. I know everyone's probably going to go with the Rams. They have a high-powered offense. They got a solid defense. But you know what? They were just they were slightly above average all year. They never really broke out. They have not they still have yet to go on a hot streak. They don't blow teams out of the water. They got Stafford, Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, Von Miller, Aaron Donald. They have a good running game. They got Cam Akers back. Their offensive line's not terrible, right? They can't be terrible because you don't hear about them. They got Jalen Ramsey. They should be crushing teams. They have so much talent on their team. And McVay gets all the credit as a young coach. Look how much talent he's got. He's got one of the most talented teams in the NFL. And then people are like, oh, the Rams made the Super Bowl. Yeah, they should. But they haven't really blown teams out to get there. They don't look like the Chiefs do on their good weeks. Talk about an inconsistent team. The Chiefs, after giving that contract to Patrick Mahomes, not, I mean, not that it was his fault, but by all means, you're paying your quarterback $500 million over the course of 10 years, and he doesn't get you to a Super Bowl. Defense is good. You got Tyreek Hill, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. They have a lot of weapons, but holy smokes. I think Jackson Mahomes has finally gotten to his older brother's head, and uh, it's just going to be a downward spiral. That's my prediction. I think Patrick Mahomes will somehow also stay the face of the AFC, and there's going to be this Burrow-Mahomes battle that develops over the next couple years because I think both of those teams will consistently be in the playoffs. I think Burrow wins because he, he doesn't have a Kermit the Frog voice. Not that I'm one to judge, right? I don't have a great voice on the mic. I'll fucking admit that. Quit yelling at me. I know. But Patrick Mahomes is like Kermit the Frog. And cool man Joe, look at him. He's wearing like Nike uh, full, he's synthetic uh, chain necklaces. He legit made the comment, I make too much money for this to be fake, talking about his diamond necklace. And it was like the swoosh symbol. Who who wears a swoosh symbol when you make millions of dollars? Why wouldn't you get, I don't know, why wouldn't you get some bling, some other bling bling? Not my first choice, but if Cool Man Joe's wearing it, uh, you know, it's it's definitely going to be in style. He's really not that many commercials. I'm surprised more companies aren't paying Cool Man Joe. Uh, cigar smoking burrow here to be in commercials. They keep on paying this Baker Mayfield guy. Where is he at? He's in Ohio. Nobody gives a shit about him because Joe Burrow has taken over the state and the people's freaking hearts. He's touching hearts out here, people. Oh, I think he gets it done. My prediction for the game, let me think about this because I didn't even think about it before I got on. I just knew I was going to pick the Bengals. I'm going to say it's a high-scoring game, unlike the other Super Bowls for the Rams. We're going to go 33-27. I don't know why those numbers popped into my head, but we're doing it. That's where I'm putting my life savings is 33-27. Bengals take it. Joe Burrow smokes a, a fat cigar after the game in celebration, and he's taking a national championship, a Heisman Trophy, and 
Now the Lombardi Trophy. What the fuck? Am, I can't even speak today. The Lombardi Trophy all back to Ohio. And uh, he's just throwing the bird to LeBron saying, this is my state now. You stay in L.A., bitch. Yeah, and while we're at it, I was just in the great state of Ohio. Except it's not that great of a state. I was in Ohio, though. I was in Dayton. If you tuned into episode five, um, then you knew that I was up there locked in a hotel room. And we were doing an air medical evacuation training mission. So what that means for all you non-flyers, that means that we were getting on an airplane. We took it airborne. We had some medical teams in the back in the cargo section. And they essentially played pretend. They had fake patients, so mannequins, that they would put on stretchers. And they would carry them on and off the aircraft for practice. And then when we actually went airborne and took it um, up to altitude, we, we essentially simulated or we played pretend that we had to keep the, the pressurization, the cabin altitude at a certain level. And then in the back, they play pretend even more that people are having emergencies. Nothing's actually happening. We're just all imagining this in our head. And that way, when there's real emergencies on the plane, we're good to go. We're all trained. That's the extent of our training. Uh, mannequins, imagination, play pretend. And there's no better person that I could talk to about AE training than my daughter because she got really, really good from ages two to five of walking around with her doctor's kit playing doctor as well. And she also plays pretend and uses her imagination. And she has fake fake toys and uh, dolls that she practices on, no different than a mannequin. A little bit smaller, but still the same concept. And I think... I think she's got a future one day. Not to knock what the AU folks do, but let's be honest. The training that we were doing, they weren't training on live patients. Granted, they're a little bit limp fact, right? You can't just break somebody's leg for training and say, hey, we're going to fly around and, and operate on you. So instead, you take fake people, make fake scenarios, fake emergencies, and everything's just for funsies. But then we evaluate you on it at the same time. They were uh, they were doing check rides. So, yeah, we flew around in circles for about two hours. It was very, very thrilling. And then we went back and we landed. Weather was dog shit. I don't know. Why, why are we naming snowstorms? Why? Just call it that. Call it a snowstorm. What? Nobody's going to look back in 50 years and say, oh, yeah, snowstorm landing. Now, if it's a hurricane, sure, right? That's the one storm I'll let people name is a hurricane. Tsunami, uh-uh. Volcano, you can name the volcano, but not the volcanic eruption. Uh, tornadoes, we don't name tornadoes. What else we got? Apparently now, snowstorms are in that. We name snowstorms, why? It's just so progressive. Why Landon? How do they come up with that? Where they just look at, like, it's like they just play any, mini mighty, mo, and they're like, oh, I guess it lands on, I can't look, I can't look. Nope, oh, my finger was on landing. Okay, guess we're going with that. I'm sure I could Google it. Nah. Nah, what a waste of time. What a waste of time. I told y'all of bringing the heat today. I'm not letting up. Foot is going to stay on the gas. We're plowing ahead. We're at 12 minutes right now. My goal moving forward is to have these be about 30 minutes. I've been going closer to an hour. Who has time to listen for an hour? I don't even have time to listen for an hour. I have time to rant for an hour, but I don't have time to listen back for an hour. 
and let's let's be real. Most people's drives to work, and that's majority of where people are going to listen to this, because they can't listen to it anywhere else outside of a vehicle. Uh, they probably can't even listen to it if they have passengers, right? They got to be in their car by themselves listening to this, because otherwise people will be like, "Why are you listening to a psycho?" What are they going to say? Yeah, there's no good answer for that. Uh, I don't know. I think he comes up with a lot of good points. Sometimes I think I might. Everyone's got a little bit of a psycho in them, right? We're all a little bit of a psycho. Admit it. Deep down, we're all psychos. You have that little bit, that little gene in there. I let it show. I'm going to let it shine. But the goal is to break these down to about 30 minutes. That's how long people's commute is to work. On average, I didn't Google it, but I feel confident in that fact. And so uh, we're just going to plug away. One thing after the next, because if I keep on doing these weekly, it's really not hard for me to come up with content, but I want to keep it interesting. I want to keep you all engaged, tuning in, and I ain't going to let you down. So plowing ahead here. We talked about Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, the snowstorm that came through Texas. Uh, We got hit by the the snowstorm in Dayton. And it was about five or six inches. They had the salt trucks running. They had the snow plows. Uh, Roads were clear probably within anywhere from about 24 to 36 hours. But boy, in Texas, they just never learn. They say, well, we only get like one or two snowstorms a year. It's like, why don't you get us like two or three snow plows? Why not? You're telling me if you get snowstorms and you're expecting this every year at some point to happen, especially... Hear me out, in north to northwest Texas, where we get the majority of the actual winter weather and the precipitation that's cold enough up here to be snow and ice. Why don't you finally, I'm not asking for a full-blown fleet of snow trucks and ice, de-ice capabilities, but holy shit, something. They, this is their technique of how they handle snowstorms. They let it snow and then They wait. That's it. They do nothing. People down here don't even have shovels. And for my listeners back home in the Midwest, think about that. Think about if you watch snow fall to the ground and then everybody just stayed inside for like three or four days until all of a sudden the snow started to melt. Life just stops down here. They can't handle it. They can't drive in it. They don't even know how to shovel it. I watch people struggle how to do a snow angel. You fucking dumbass. You have not seen how to do a snow angel once in a movie. You lay on your back. You take your arms and your legs at the same time. And you spread them out wide. And then you... It's its a jumping jack on the ground. And I watch people with my own eyes fuck up a snow angel. Texas, what are you doing? I didn't think it was possible to mess up a snow angel. It's an angel-looking figure on the ground. It's, you know, that thing that you put on your Christmas tree around the same time of the year, and it's got the wings, right? That's what you make on the ground. You just do that exact same figurine, but it's you in the snow on your back. That's it, and they're messing it up. They don't know how to throw a snowball without compacting the ice in it. Like fucking jerks. You get the soft snow and you put in the work to mold that thing into a real snowball. Quit throwing ice balls at people. Nobody likes an ice ball. That's why they stay inside. They ain't going to come outside if you're throwing ice balls. Have some respect 
for the snowstorm. It's just, oh, I've been down here for almost 10 years in Texas. And a lot of places in Texas don't end up getting real snow. I would give those people the benefit of the doubt. But like I said, in north to northwest Texas, every year I've been here, there's at least one significant storm. And sometimes it doesn't snow enough to stay on the ground, but it is icy. It's sleet. It's that, ugh. It's just, it's the, it's the winter weather you'd never really want to deal with. I would rather have it be zero degrees and get probably six or seven inches of snow because it's going to be that light fluffy snow right when you go to shovel it it just it feels like air you just ooh, i'm tossing air molecules back into my yard it's almost relaxing and it's it's beautiful when it covers the ground what we get down here is some of the trashiest winter weather storms so i will give texas credit for that you guys get the bs winter you don't get to see the nice fluffy stuff that the midwest gets or, you know, the stuff that you go skiing and snowing on in Colorado, you get the trash. But I think that's because you have trash snow angels. If you guys showed the snow and winter a little bit more respect, you might get some better snow. Just saying. It's time you got to figure it out. Anyway, because of the snowstorm, we got stuck in Ohio. Uh, we finished up our training and we were stuck there for, what, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we flew back Monday. So about four or five days. We tried to get out to Phoenix. And then we had an emergency in, in air during the flight. We ended up going down to Little Rock. The jabronis down Little Rock balled out as always. They got us fixed. We got to carry on back home the, the next day. So all was good. What did I do? I did something to my phone. Every stinking podcast, it never fails. Every podcast. Anyway, here here's uh, a funny bit. Last week was the first time that I promoted the podcast, right? And I will give a shout-out to all 37 people who have played my podcast at one point or another. I said I wasn't going to give the number. We're almost at 50, which is pretty good. On average, with five episodes out and 37 plays, that's almost 10. And I know I'm rounding up because it's not even 9 and it's not even 8. It's a little more than seven plays per podcast. But here's the deal. I promoted it after episode five, and then everybody went back to episode one, and they listened to the first one. I was no good on the first one. I don't even want to go listen to my first podcast. At some point, you just got to man up and say, fuck it, I'm going to do it, right? And that was what the first one was. We were breaking the ice, Texas style. Texas snowstorm style, breaking the ice. And I said, I'm not going to listen to it. I'm not going to edit it. I just want to figure out how to do a podcast, record it, and then and then we're just going to post it and see what happens. And that's what we did. Episode two hopefully gets a little bit better, a little smoother on the mic. Probably not. I'm probably no better on the sixth one here than I was on the first one, but we'll see. Time will tell. Uh, point being, everybody went back to the first episode that probably has the majority of the listens by the time that those people who listen to episode one get to episode six, uh, they'll probably have stopped listening by episode two or three. So best of luck to me. Hopefully, if you stuck through, if, if you saw after episode five when I first promoted it and you went to episode one and you've now caught up to episode six, thank you. 
Also, what are you doing with your life? Don't you have better things to do? If you're like me, you don't. So join me. If you can't beat them, join them, right? Hell yeah, let's do it. Uh, I was going to say what the funny thing was. Yeah, so I promoted the podcast. Look, that's my mind. It goes everywhere. My mind is everywhere. And I kid you not, it's 11 p.m. on a Tuesday night. And this is still the amount of energy and amped upness. I'm making, I'm making words up now. This is the amped upness that I have. That's how much of a fucking day today was. But when I promoted it last week, after I did that, I literally got a, an advertisement on Instagram no more than five minutes later. I've never, ever, ever seen this. And I know that advertising companies pay for this feature. They pay for companies to see what you click on or like or there's, there's certain words that trigger um, these responses and these advertisements, but I immediately got an advertisement uh, for recording, th- sorry, helping spread uh, your podcast to help better record it and also to distribute it to a wider audience. And I'll be honest, I was a little offended. I know I need the help. With, with today's technology, I could definitely use the help on... Uh, I have some of the most basic equipment. Every time I sniffle, I know you guys can hear it. I, I don't know how to do a lot of the cool features on the podcast of editing things, cross-fading tracks. Uh, I don't even know what that necessarily means, but I did see it. It is a feature. I just don't know how to do it. And so I could definitely use that type of advertisement. So as much as I should appreciate the fact that it was there and take advantage of it, I was deeply offended. And I refuse to ever look at it again. Uh, I'm stubborn. I'm a stubborn son of a bitch, and I don't need I don't need your podcast help. Put it that way. This is this is my podcast for me and nobody else. And I ain't taking your advice. I w- I will tell you what happened though. While I was in Dayton, I broke a truck handle. We had a van. I don't know why I called it a truck. People, it's interchangeable. We had a crew van, and everything froze over there, the sleet and the rain. It was pretty bad. I will. Oh, we got hit pretty hard. Oh, it was a doozy. We couldn't. We had to walk to the grocery store across the street. We couldn't drive. That's how bad it was with us being snowed in. The vehicle iced over. The next morning, we were getting ready to try to take off on Saturday, go down to Phoenix. We, I was defrosting the vehicle like a good old Midwestern boy. I took the ice scraper and was chipping off the, the windshield and I was chipping off the ice on the driver's side. All, you know, basically just around the vehicle, working my way around. We had to put our bags, all our crew bags, luggage into the trunk. And I thought I had scraped off all the stuff on the on the outer edges of the trunk so it would open. And it was close. You know, like when you partially get it open, right, and you hear, you hear it open, you hear the little bit of the jolt, and it's still kind of stuck. Uh, my dumbass then took both hands grab the handle and just kind of lift it up I honestly I didn't use that much force I really didn't the trunk handle was held up together by the thinnest piece of plastic and I didn't realize it and it it snapped off so for the remainder of the trip the next two or three days anytime we used the reverse camera it was literally just dangling there all the wires are still connected and if I put the trunk handle up the broken one uh, back into place it wouldn't stay but I at least could then still open the trunk and get full function out of it. The, the problem was this was a vehicle that we, it wasn't a rental, but 
On Air Force bases, they'll give you what's called a U-Drive. So they're loaning you a vehicle with the intention of you bringing it back in good condition. I dropped it off on Sunday. They came in Monday. Of course, I got an email about it uh, today on Tuesday. And I had to fill out this very extensive form. How did this crash happen? Which was funny. It was like it wasn't a crash. It was just stupidity. Um, then in one of the questions was, was anybody fatally injured? Then another question had a diagram of a four-way intersection and asked for me to draw with a pen the series of events that happened. This is an official Air Force document, people. And these are the questions. And I was, I just put not applicable on all of it. It's like, no, I just, there I was. It was cold, man. And I was trying to put my luggage in the trunk. And so what I did was I put my hand on the, the handle and I pressed the handle in like you're supposed to. And I lifted up and it didn't open. And so I put my other hand on it and then I squeezed the handle with both hands. And I lifted up a little bit more with a little bit more force. And then I broke it. And uh, the only thing that died was uh, my wallet because, man, hopefully they don't make me pay for it. I don't think they will. I think it's a civilian dude that emailed me, and I think he's going to be a bro and go the Air Force route because he saw how – I kid you not. I'm I'm talking like a quarter of an inch thick plastic. And for those of you that are understand science, basically plastic does not do well – in any sort of cold it's not very malleable gets very rigid and stiff and it doesn't take a whole lot of force to break it most times back in the fucking day when they made real quality vehicles the trunk handle was aluminum like the rest of the fucking car the handle underneath might be plastic right but the actual piece that holds the handle on the trunk was a part of the vehicle and you wouldn't ever be able to tell. What happened to those days? Where did those go? You know what I'm saying? Holy smokes. I will tell you what, something good though that happened. I got back uh, I got back yesterday. Uh, wife puts in an order at Walmart. I come home today from work and learned that maybe this is going to be a monthly thing. Walmart fucked up again. I don't know if it was episode one or episode two. I talked about how Walmart fucked up the order and they put ice cream in there and uh it was strawberry yeah oh yeah the germans yeah it was strawberry ice cream and it was delicious guess what they did this time she tried to be nice and get me a pint of ice cream even she listens to the podcast she knows i'm trying to drop weight and she's still buying ice cream and stuff in the freezer with it what is wrong with you (laughs) i'm just kidding she's trying to be nice I can't be upset, right? She's trying to be nice and uh, and, and do her hubby a solid. But just let me try to lose weight. Don't. You know I'm going to give in to temptation. You know what's going to happen. Don't do that to me. Just If you don't put it in the freezer, then I don't see it. I don't think about it. If I don't think about it, I'm not going to eat it. It's so facto, I lose weight. That's, that's the key to eating healthy, people. Put food in in your fridge or freezer that is healthy if you don't see the unhealthy food you won't eat it you'll be forced to eat the food that's there here's the other kicker don't download apps that deliver to your house get rid of that let it go 
Uber Eats. Uh, that's all I know. Uber Eats. There's probably like four or five of them, the the big ones. Delete that stuff. Delete it all. That's an easy way to cop out if you're trying to eat healthy. Put healthy ass food in your fridge and freezer. You're forced then at that point to eat it. Otherwise, guess what? You're going to starve. And then take those apps, delete them off your phone because otherwise you have a you have a way out. You're like, oh, I went to Chipotle. And so, you know, oh, my God, I love Chipotle. It's my life. And then you order through one of those apps. Don't do it. Just be gone. Get rid of it. That's how you do it. Anyway, uh, Walmart, this is, must be a monthly occurrence. They they screwed the pooch. They gave us a, not a pint, a full half gallon of Bluebell. That's, that's Texans' favorite ice cream. Texans love Bluebell. It's okay. It's, it's nothing to write home about, in my opinion. Shout out to Whitey's. That's not a race thing. That's an actual ice cream store back home in Iowa and, and throughout part of the Midwest. So for all you people shouting racist, look it up if you don't believe me. Look it the fuck up. It exists. Whitey's. And you blame them for being racist, but they do allow you the choice when you uh, when you make your shake or your malt if you want vanilla or chocolate. So I think they got a pretty good defense. They probably won't need a lawyer. You can just look at their menu. Thank you, Walmart, for giving me not a pint of ice cream, a half gallon that I now have to stare at over the next month. And I'm going to tell myself I'm not going to eat it. If anything, here's what I'm probably going to do. I'm going to take it right to the dumpster and throw it away. I'm going to wait for a cold day, though, so it doesn't melt in the dumpster because that would make me an asshole. I mean, could you imagine every time you go to the dumpster? And your uh, your garbage smells like cookie dough ice cream. Might not be a bad scent, but after it sits out in the sun for the next week, ooh, ooh, can you imagine that smell? I did say I uh, I was trying to read the David Goggins book. I got about fifty pages into it. I would highly, highly, highly recommend this book to anybody who is reluctant to read, or if you are a good reader and you also want the book, go for it. I've heard it's even better as an audiobook, but I force myself to read. I got to teach my daughters how to read, um, so I got to teach myself first. And I got the through the first 50 pages. It's very very good. It's it's well written. The thing is you can you can tell if you've ever listened to one of his videos and you can make out like what his voice would sound like in the book. And then when you're reading it, you know, you kind of hear his voice and the way he's saying it, it makes it even that much better. He's very blunt. He gives the truth straight up front. He doesn't care if it hurts your feelings. Um, I guess Jordan Peterson's kind of, uh, I've never really watched a whole lot of his stuff. He's very similar as what I've been told. Um, but I'm, I'm excited. We're basically getting through his childhood and all the trauma that he went through and how that made him into the person that he is today. And then we'll start rolling into the concepts that he's, taken away from his childhood and now applying to his life to not um, be a piece of shit. That's what it boils down to, right? Try to be better than yesterday. So I will update you all when I get farther into the book, but I don't want to ruin what happened in his childhood. If you're really that interested in, in it, you can either Google it or you can, you can buy the book. But he went some through some really messed up stuff. Uh, we're talking like murders. We're talking... 
some abuse, some major abuse. We're talking thug life. And this is all up until he's about I don't know, I think I'm I got to the point where he's in high school. He kind of jumps a good amount. He talks up a lot about his years up until about age 8 or 9. Jumps to like the back end of middle school and then kind of jumps to junior senior year of his high school. So he uh but he does a good job. He doesn't really leave things out. He hits the highlights the same way I'm trying to do on this podcast. But look, I said 30 minutes. We're already at 34. The fuck am I doing? Ah! I do have another trip, though, coming up. So we'll see. I don't know where I'm going to record it. If I'm able to record the next podcast, it's going to be probably in San Antonio, I think. If if it's going to be on a Sunday, do I record a podcast on the Super Bowl? Ooh. Oh my gosh! It'd probably end up being Monday, wouldn't it? How do how do I come out to the man cave? Unless I did it right after the Super Bowl, but probably be boozing, and then it just opens the door for who knows what he's gonna say with a few brewskis in him, and it would be all be off the rails at that point. It's all off the rails. But uh, I do have that trip coming up. Um, I what I, I called an Andrews AE. That probably means nothing to you guys. It means we're going to Andrews Air Force Base. That's in D.C. Um, and then we hop around. We pick up a bunch of like real life AE patients this time, not the mannequins, not the the dolls that my daughter plays with. And um, most of them are coming home from either Europe or the Middle East or wherever they were overseas. They get taken normally from Germany um, and Ramstein. They get flown over on a C-17. They land at Andrews Air Force Base. We pick them up from that point, and then we take them to their uh, various locations throughout the United States. They'll end up probably being about eight to ten different uh, airports that we go to, and we drop them off. It's a variation of, you know, Marine, Air Force, Army bases. Get everybody back to where they need to be um, so they can get uh, additional care and get back to their families. It's actually a really rewarding mission. Not only is it a lot of good flying, we get to go to a lot of different bases and uh, fly across the U.S., but you're doing something like getting people back to their families where they can recover and uh, focus on their health and, and what's what lies ahead for their future. So those are the missions I really get excited about. Um, we do go down to San Antonio, though, and we stage out of there. So if I'm not back in Abilene, good old Abilene, Texas, uh, next Sunday, I'll probably be down in San Antonio. But then the question comes, do I want to record a podcast on E can't leave you guys hanging right that'd be the first time i actually do record the podcast on sunday is uh super bowl sunday i think i will i'll probably do the podcast right after the super bowl so i can shit on all the commercials shit on the halftime show and then shit on the rams for losing to joe burrow that's what's going to go down i do want to say this though if you weren't aware president's day is right around the corner it's always on a monday right who comes up with the fact that on the third Monday of February. Why? I ask that all the time. Why? It's one of my favorite questions. I like to know the why behind things. And I know that someone's going to say, well, technically it's Washington's birthday. February 21st is probably not Washington's birthday. It might be this year. It's just literally President's Day. It says right here, repeats every year on the third Monday of February. That's it. And I know it's in honor of George when we say Washington for the younger crowd who doesn't know history. We're talking about George Washington, our first U.S. president. Oh, fuck. My cat just cramped. I wonder if my neighbors could hear me. That was loud. 
I didn't even work out today, and I'm cr- oh my god, I'm cramping. It's like that time of the month, but in my legs. Oh, yeesh! Got too got too hyped there. Even the the leg muscles were like, "We doing this?" Started getting all jittery. Didn't drink nothing either. Stayed off drugs, you know. Checking all the boxes. To this day, I don't. The two holidays I don't understand are. There's, well, there's a lot, but Columbus Day. Why do we celebrate Columbus Day? Oh, dude was about to fight. Oh, bro, Arkansas and Auburn. Oh, Arkansas just beat number one Auburn overtime. They dunked right at the end. I think fireworks like went off above the above the uh, the rim and the basket. Instantly, the crowd uh, stormed the court. But the dude that almost got dunked on looked like he wanted to fight for Auburn. It's like, dude, you lost. Give it up. You're the number one team in the nation. When you get beat at someone's home court, especially in overtime, you can expect that if they're going to, if they have a chance to go dunk the ball on you at the end of the game, they're going to do it. That's what comes, that's the territory of being the best, being number one. Here's what I want to say about President's Day. I don't understand why we celebrate President's Day because all it is is a one, literally one president's birthday. Take some time. Let that one sink in. We're celebrating one president's birthday. We've had 46 presidents now, and the other 45 presidents, we don't celebrate their birthday. We just we combine all of their birthdays into one birthday and we celebrate George Washington's birthday because he was our first president. Does that make any sense to anybody? And what do you even do on President's Day? Do you go to a, a parade on President's Day? No. Do you barbecue on President's Day? No. Does anybody really travel on on President's Day? Maybe you go back home, see family? No. Does anyone actually even think of the president? Probably not. It's it's one of the most useless holidays that we still celebrate federally, by the way. This is a federal holiday that nobody gives a damn about. Oh, I have I have that Monday. Oh, it's President's Day? Oh, okay, cool. I don't have to work. That's what everybody's going to say. I, I don't have to work. I get that day off. That's awesome. Whose birthday is it? Oh, that's awesome. We're celebrating a dead man's birthday. We should get him a cake. Who's going to blow it out? Oh, nobody. Nobody, because nobody cares. How about the other, uh, like, the first 20 to 30 presents? Oh, they're all dead, too. Oh, that's okay. That's fine. If you, That's the thing. We're celebrating people's birthday who 99.9% of America can't even name. If you can name the first 10 presidents in American history, more power to you. I can get uh, the first three. George Washington... John Adams, because of the, his brother owned the beer, Sam Adams. That's what I think of at least. And then Thomas Jefferson. That's it. Number four, you've lost me. The ki- Here's the kicker, though. When we celebrate President's Day, most times, who ends up on a calendar? If you see, like, an actual picture of a president on the calendar, can you guess who it is? Who are you visualizing? That's right. Abraham Lincoln. So we celebrate President's Day because of George Washington's Washington's birthday, but then you have the 
the president who got assassinated, Abraham Lincoln, as the actual iconic photo. I don't think I've ever seen George Washington's like image, his silhouette on a uh, on a calendar. It's always been Abraham Lincoln's. It's not even his birthday though. So we're celebrating all the presidents because of George Washington's birthday. You know what they should do? If they really want to celebrate President's Day, one modernize it, right? Modernize it so people have to pay some type of respect to the president whether they like him or not. You know how many people that would piss off? Ooh, that would have people's panties in a bundle. Could you imagine, instead of Abraham Lincoln's picture, it was a picture of Donald Trump for President's Day, and we're celebrating President Trump and uh, Obama and George George Bush. People got to celebrate Clinton. It, any president that's still alive has to show up to the White House right around in a parade. <laughs> this is so bad. Then we either they'll either get booed um, or they'll be cheered for based on how they did. And it'll be a yearly tradition done on we that's fine, we'll do it on Monday. What they should do is put it on a Friday because people seem to be in a better mood on Friday. If if you're running around in a parade on a Monday, I would even expect to get booed. Who cheers on a parade on Monday? Why do we have a federal holiday? We get to choose that. Our government gets to choose when we celebrate a birthday. Raise your hand if you would rather have your your birthday celebrated on a Monday or hear me out. Let's celebrate your birthday on let's do a Friday. George Washington, would you rather celebrate your birthday on a Monday or a Friday? I bet that dude fucking raged back in the day. He was a party animal. He doesn't want his George Washington does not want his birthday to fall on a Monday. Not a chance. Every president in American history, they may disagree about politics and the way that this country should be run, but I guarantee you they would all agree birthdays are to be celebrated on a Friday. So if you're going to give us a federal holiday, put it on a Friday, not a Monday. What, what are we doing? Come on. As progressive as we are in this country, let's make some real changes. Give the people what they want. Change President's Day from a picture of Abraham Lincoln to a picture of Donald Trump. Let's get, let's get some real attention around this holiday. Let's put on a Friday and let's start having a parade to either boo or cheer the president based on what their time in office. And I would say let, let's, let's increase the uh, let's up the ante on this one. There is a small section of the parade where if you pay, you have to pay a, a premium. Probably at least a thousand dollars. We'll make it a fundraiser. This stuff will go to charity. Oh, I'm so I'm full of great ideas today. This is all gonna be for charity to help stand up to cancer, and it's gonna go to children's hospitals. Maybe the Ronald McDonald House, St. Jude, something along those lines. How long do we want this stretch to be? You guys are like, what? What's the idea? I'm gonna drag drag this one out. Let's say a thousand yards. Why not? That's about the length of. Uh, probably some some street in New York where we can hold this party or DC say the, the not the party the parade and if you pay a thousand dollars how many people could you line up in a thousand yards shoulder to shoulder at least a thousand people plus you have two sides of the street that's two thousand people each paying a thousand dollars let's do the math on that I know I could carry some zeros two thousand times one thousand that's two million people. Two million dollars. 
Think about this event. Here's what I'm gonna say: every person that pays a thousand dollars and lines up in that stretch gets a tomato. You get a tomato, and you can aim and throw that tomato at any president, living president that you want. What they should really do is they should also make mannequins of the the dead presidents to honor them. And if you really have a hatred for a president that's passed away, now's your chance. Take it out on him. Throw a tomato at him. The only exemption to this rule, because I'm still active duty Air Force, is you will leave our our commander in chief out of it. He's got more. He's got big fish to fry. But any any president from the past, fair game, baby. You are fair game. We're lining you up in this parade, and we're knocking it down. No uh, no snipers up in the cockpit. Or the bird's nest. We're coming at you with tomatoes. Old school, dramatic play type style. You never know. You might get a few baseball, softball players in there. They got some, they're got they slinging it. You might get blasted with the tomato upside the face. You know what? Shame on you. You should have done a better job in office. You should have listened to the people. Then they'd be aiming the tomato at somebody else. I think that's a great idea. That's how I feel about President's Day. We should turn this into a, a real national holiday, celebrate on a Friday. That's $2 million. That idea alone, a 1,000-yard strip and at least a 1,000. You could you could fit more than that. You have to have uh, like a golden ticket, like a Willy Wonka thing. Here's how we're going to send out the golden tickets. Absentee ballots. Hopefully nobody heard that. Virus and threat protection. They're listening in. Same time I'm talking about their presidents. I get a, a notification to my to my computer absentee ballots or just if you have to go out and vote that's how we also get people to go out and vote if you don't vote you're not eligible if you get a golden ticket you still have to pay the thousand dollars because it does go to charity so unless you're an asshole and don't support charities i guess you don't get to throw a tomato at your favorite president or least favorite everybody would love a golden ticket that's i think that's where we're going to end it uh hopefully i don't think i'm dying off I, i think i'm still bringing the heat for 50 straight minutes it was coming at him Lining them up, knocking them dead. What do I always say at the end? Like, share, subscribe. Uh, rate it if you're going to give it five stars. If you're not going to give it five stars, then, you know, keep it in the comment section. This has been episode six on the 8th of February. I will be back shortly after the Super Bowl next week. Bengals 33, Rams 27, and I'll see you guys next week. See ya.